0: hi everyone my name is francesca amante i am here today on the amante podcast and i am your host today i have a very very special guest his name is brandon archer he is local here to kelowna bc in canada And Brandon is a dear friend of mine, uh, a wonderful mentor, and he's actually a life coach for men. He talks about men's mental health, vulnerability, and how to maximize their relationships both in the workplace as entrepreneurs, but also in their personal relationships as well. So I feel very honored here at the Mante Podcast to welcome our special guest, Brandon Archer. Brandon, would you like to say a couple words to our wonderful audience today and just tell us a bit about yourself?
1: Well, thank you, first of all, Francesca, for inviting me. We've been talking about this for a while, so it finally worked out. Um, About myself, yeah, I work with men to improve their lives, to improve their relationships, and kind of go through all the things with them that we were never taught as men about being men. Our dads did the best they could, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of stuff that uh, got left out of the knowledge and the wisdom that we need so it's been driven by my mission for myself to be the best version of myself and just as I've been on that journey I realized man like people could really use this knowledge and it's a really underserved demographic so I decided to jump right in there and help as many men as I can
0: it's amazing Brandon and like for those of you in the audience that don't know who Brandon uh, is, he's done multiple podcasts on so many different platforms talking to incredible leaders and and uh, facilitators and speakers. And and it's just every time I hear Brandon's story articulated in a different way, it's like I learn new things about him. And I already know a lot about Brandon's story and what brought him to this part of his journey that inspired him to help so many um Men um, in his city and honestly across the world. Uh, so, Brian, do you want to talk a bit about what there was like a bit of a catalyst? I mean, I remember I know what I'm referring to. Maybe you can share a bit about what that catalyst was in your life that started you down this journey of talking about, you know, vulnerability and, and really tapping into, you know, men's mental health specifically
1: yeah uh, there's been a few a few points in my life but probably the one that i've always wanted to be a better version of myself but six years ago i had a heart attack while i was training on my bike uh, as competitive cyclist, had a heart attack while riding and I, went, I was
2: 41 at the time and that was a wake-up call because medically there was no reason to have it the cardiologist is like you're fine Like, there's nothing
1: wrong. We've done all the tests. And I asked him, can stress do this? And he's like, absolutely. But there's no metric that we have currently that can measure if that's what happened. But I knew that had to be what it was. I knew what my life had felt like for many years, just doing the grind, just like, this is what you're supposed to do. There is no other way. And I could feel the stress constantly. So that was a a wake-up call to just start looking at all aspects of my life and start to try to figure out how to deal with it better. And as I went down that path, um, I went deeper and deeper and deeper in different modalities and different learning, learnings about how we operate as humans and how we show up in relationships as men, because my romantic relationship was just not great. It was simply not great. And I wanted it to be, Um, And it was very important to me. So I put a ton of effort in trying to figure out
0: how the dynamics between men and women work. And was pretty floored by what I found out because it's something we should all be taught. But really, nobody is taught this stuff. Absolutely, Brandon. And and thank you for sharing a bit about your, your journey with your heart attack. I know that when you first shared that whole experience with me, you know, I was really blown away because I mean, for one, so grateful that you're still here with us and that you were able to survive something like that and actually be on the other side of it to see what that opened your eyes to. Um I think that often, like, I know this is kind of like a, a little segue, but often I think as entrepreneurs or just as business owners or, or whatever else, we're so busy and and often we're, we're we're rushing around and we're getting from point A to point B, we've got a task list a mile long. And then all of a sudden, one day we wake up and we're like, where in the midst of all of that. Were we actually just living? Were we just being present and valuing the connection, right? Um, there's a great motivational speaker um, that, that quotes. He says, what happens if you get to the end of your life to realize that you didn't actually live? Like you just, you went through all the motions, but you didn't actually live. And and once you get to that point, it's too late, as we all know. So the fact that you were able to actually get to a point in your life where you almost had an ending and now you're still here with us. Like, it's so cool to see that, that lens. Um, I know for me, when I first heard your story, I was like, Oh my gosh. Um, and so Brandon, you know, like in JCI and, and, and like for me in my business, like there, there's just so many elements, um, to, um, you know, a lot of us, you know, business owners or or entrepreneurs that like, what would you say your greatest advice that you've learned through, you know, studying communication of, of humans really that like, what would be your greatest advice to us putting more value on human connection, putting more value on valuing the people and the experiences around us and throwing out the monetary value, throwing out all this material crap out the window and recognizing that like our human connection is all that really matters at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is, right? It is. Um, And the connection, yes, human connection with other humans, but what I found is you have to connect with yourself Mm -hmm. and we're not. We simply aren't. Like, we're in go mode, right? We're like, gotta get this done. Gotta go, 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 go. And you forget. You don't even forget. You've never been shown how to know yourself and connect with yourself. Mm -hmm. And once you do that, you can connect better with everybody in your life better with the people um your clients or anybody you're you're dealing with you have this deeper understanding of what you need and what you want on a soul level and on, once you do that business actually shifts too yeah 100 shifts because you're coming from your heart you're coming from your heart and if you can do that it's a game changer
0: yeah i agree with that brandon that's so true And like some of the work that you do, I mean, you do zoom calls and you coach people from, you know, varying countries, like, and, and all over the world, really. I mean, what has been your biggest takeaway? I know that when we met up in person recently, again, and we reconnected, you know, I remember you were saying, you're like, you felt like you had, you were seeing things through so many different lenses. Like, what has been some of your takeaways from coaching all of these people recently? Like, what have you learned through them? Um, I would say we all, it's, it's men, I coach, I do occasionally coach women, but we want men want the
1: best version of ourselves. We want so badly to, you know, have that golden ring, so to speak. Yeah. And the funny thing about that is, is we have it. We just, it's the inside as cliche as that sound. It's true. And biggest learning is everybody feels lost everybody feels disconnected and you know slowing down
2: like that's the key is we have to slow down yeah that's what I've also found is whenever I I can get somebody like just slow down you know their eyes are opened to what's
1: actually going on around them and they start to find that golden ring I I make one post in social media I'm like hey, look down in your hand, that golden ring you've been looking for, you're actually already holding on to it. Hmm. Because those things that they desire are inside
2: them. That's so true.
0: Wow. That gave me goosebumps. Hey, You know, too, Brandon, like, I think, I mean, we, we can look out on a whole bunch of different skills. Whether it's the people that you coach, or you know, for us on the JCI Canada National Board, we have a team of like 15 people. And eight of those, say, are like actual board designated positions. And um, you know, you have a leader like our national president, Sue Salamosi, and she is, you know, delegating all these tasks, these people, she's mentoring them, she's guiding them, she's leading them. And, and at the end of the day, one of the things that I've respected most about her, um, and I use it to a parallel of, you know, some realtors that I've gotten the, the pleasure of working with in the past that have been very good leaders, um, she is not being a boss, she is not being a manager she's actually being a leader she's inspiring people to follow her and because she leads by example and not by her words we want to follow her and i think that a lot of the things that you talk about right like because she has been able to tap into and identify those things within herself we feel inspired to find them within us because she has you know done all of that work herself and And of course, like we feel inspired to keep following. Um, I know for me in my business, like, you know, there's some agents that I've worked with um, that, you know, they, they were wonderful managers, but I didn't view them as leaders. I wasn't inspired to follow them. I followed them because they told me to follow them. Whereas I've worked with some people in my past that like, It didn't matter what they told me. I wanted to follow them. I was inspired by every single thing that they did because that golden ring you're talking about, like they actually held it. They were living and breathing everything they were saying. There was no contradictory points. It was a true leader that I got to follow every day and I felt blessed by that. So I know that in my business now, um, I'm developing a team as an example, similarly to, you know, what I'm inspired and in seeing on the national board in the team I'm developing. My goal every day is that I want to be a leader and the best leaders that I know, know that they don't know everything. So I want to look to my team and go, you show me what you're inspired by today. What do you want to bring to the table today? I want to learn from you. I don't want to just tell you every two minutes what you're doing, right? So I love that brand and I think that's phenomenal and quite frankly like um, I'm always inspired by seeing um, the posts that you make and how you're able to uh, lead other people to want to better themselves and I think that you know whether you're on a an elected board like a chamber board or something in JCI or you're in business or whatever, or you're, for you, you've got, um, you're so involved with different community, um, aspects. I think regardless of what we're involved in, if, to an extent, if we take care of ourselves and we take care of that internal work, the work takes care of you, right?
1: Yeah, totally. And as you're, uh, speaking there, something that came to mind is there's self-care and there's connecting with yourself, but there's another, important component to this work and it's self-leadership and that's something that doesn't get talked about very often even in leadership circles is how are you leading yourself because if you can't lead yourself how how do you expect to lead other people Mm -hmm. and that gets very it's especially as a man in, in it's it applies to like how do you
0: lead your life Do you get up and do you have a routine that you take care of yourself? Do you have a routine where you do your tasks for your business in a religious, basically a religious manner? Are you are you leading your life the way you want to and need need to to get to where you want to go? And I I just love self leadership because it's if you can figure that out, everything else just takes care of itself. Yeah, no, I I couldn't agree more, Brandon. And I think, you know, if I may tap into this, I remember when I talked to you on, we was on the JCI Canada live Instagram video with you, and we were talking about all the changes that COVID has brought upon the world. The fact that we've moved almost everything, 90% to digital platforms, Zoom, you know, go-to meeting or whatever, that's how we're meeting these days, um, you know, in the midst of your coaching, um, have you like what have you observed and in, in how this has impacted, you know, a whole bunch of young ones, especially like in JCI as an example. Um, we our mission is to develop young leaders for a changing world. And and um in the midst of all of that, you know, like what have you noticed with young leaders? Like, you know, has the isolation and, and all of this, you know, how has it affected young ones?
1: yeah i mean it's affecting everybody it's it's we need human connection and it's taken
2: that away in, in a physical way because i don't know if you and i've
1: ever talked about it before but nervous system regulation and co-regulation is so still so important to our mental health emotional health which means if i'm in the same room with you our nervous systems are giant transmitter receivers they're picking up on each other they we can help each other heal that
2: way. And we're Mm -hmm. missing that right now. So it is not healthy. It's straight up just not healthy. And it, people are aware of it to a certain degree, but I don't know if we really know how much it's actually affecting us. I think we're gonna look back in five years and see just the
1: um, potential damage, not the potential, the damage this is causing. So I would encourage people if you can socialize more within your bubble or whatever your beliefs are with COVID and your, your comfort level, go be social. It is imperative to your emotional health.
0: Absolutely. No, I couldn't agree more, Brandon. I think what's interesting is that, I mean, if I were to close my eyes and go back to the year of 2020, when we were in that strict three month lockdown, our national board calls on zoom it was my first introduction to Zoom ever, really to that extent. That was the highlight of my month. I was like, oh my gosh, I get to see people on a screen, like. And it, to now, we kind of take it for granted. We're like, oh yeah, Zoom call. But I forget how how we're so blessed for the fact that we can. I was able to connect with you. Boom, here we are. We get to have a nice, you know, thirty minute, twenty minute interaction. Like I feel so grateful for that. So, um, but yeah, I remember that so distinctly. But at the same time, you know, I think that. Um, It is, it's one of those things that as we integrate back into the world in a safe manner that we can, you know, get to collaborate again and get to, you know, see people face to face. I mean, I know for a fact that, you know, on the mental health spectrum of things too, like it's going to be so imperative, especially for young ones. I mean, I was a youth mentor for 10 years and I saw the struggles that a lot of youth these days are going through. I cannot even imagine what those struggles would look like amplified by 10 with all of the pressures uh, that the isolation has put on them right i mean you look at like suicide rates all these different things have have rose uh, risen so much more because you know these young ones need like human connection i think that whether we want to admit it or not like we can't live without human connection or like a hug it's so powerful right so um you know brandon i gotta oh sorry just agreeing with you. Okay, awesome. we got to add some laughter in here. I love it. You know, so Brandon, I, I have to ask like, so in, in the midst of everything that you do in, in your work, like what would you say has been like the common denominator between all the people that you coach, like in the last two years with COVID, with everything that's been going on, what has been something that every single person is facing right now?
1: That's a big question. Um <laughs> I would say I'm going to start with saying being disconnected from themselves, but I'm going to roll that into this stillness or this like almost discomfort of being alone because we can't be social. It is causing people to question the things that are going on internally and in their mind and in their heart and emotions. It's that in a way it could be viewed as a positive thing. It's given people time and the space to to slow down and go, oh man, there is some stuff going on internally that I need to look at. So that's a pretty common theme is that people are feeling a little anxious. They feel like the clients I work with, like there's something I don't know and I need help. And I'm so grateful when people actually ask for help because it shows some humility. It shows that you're ready to take that step and become a new version of yourself Mm -hmm. And this, like I said, this time, this, even though we should be socializing, kind of the upside is, is forcing people to grow. Yes.
0: Yeah, no, I I couldn't agree more, Brandon. It's so interesting, right? Because it's like this really fine line, right? Like there's, there's been a lot of elements to this changing world that we're living in that has, you know, brought a lot of sadness and sorrow upon a lot of people, right? Um, but in the midst of that, like I know for me, when I was in that strict three-month lockdown when COVID just started, like I had absolutely zero distraction. Cause at the time, the COVID, the, par- the pandemic had just hit. So in the real estate market that I'm in, like there wasn't the boom that's happening right now. Like there was just crickets. Nobody knew like what's going to happen. This was all so new to us. And I remember in that three months, my phone wasn't ringing. Everybody was on the same page. Everyone was like, what are we doing? What's going to happen? All these unknowns. And all I had to do was sit, sit in silence and just sit with my feelings. Um, You know, years ago, I had went through a divorce. Years ago, I had went through a big move, a lot of life changes. And I had done a lot of internal work to go to move through all of that. But it's amazing that even just, you know, three, four years later after that, I'm like, wow, you sit in silence for three months, you'd be surprised at some of the stuff that actually hasn't come up yet. That was an incredible opportunity, right? For me to look and just be like, oh my goodness. And I, you know, in those three months, I learned more about myself than in some, you know, large, you know, span portions of my life. And so I do think that there is a great opportunity in the world that we've had to become better versions of ourselves, better leaders, better, you know, whether we're parents. Brandon is a a, a wonderful father of uh, two beautiful kids. I have not personally had children just yet. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's really neat to see the world changing around us, but, you know, Brandon, I, I gotta say like, if there's anything that you maybe like share on most podcasts these days, like what would it be? Because I mean, you've been featured on, I want to say upwards of what, 10 or 15 different podcasts? Uh, I think we're hitting 20 now. Woo! It's fun. I know you're not supposed to yeah. clap, but yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So, I mean, in the midst of all of those um, what would you say is, is like a common thread that you end up talking on all of them or maybe a couple of points that you want to leave and share with us
1: is there a common thread yeah I guess, I guess there is and it's just to realize that all the answers you seek in life whether it be a relationship career it actually doesn't matter all those answers are actually hiding inside you You have all, every goddamn
2: single one and a good coach or a good friend or a good therapist is just going to ask the questions so that you start to trust yourself so that that little voice that you've been ignoring or that you say, that's not possible. You start to listen to it and go, oh, I actually do know what I want. I actually um, do
1: know how to navigate this relationship or what I want in this relationship
2: Yeah. So that's probably the biggest theme is, is I, in my work, I just try to connect you to your heart. Really? It sounds a little cliche, but that is it. It is it. We were, especially as men, we get, we start thinking
1: logical, give me the spreadsheet, burn the goddamn spreadsheet. The answers in your heart. Yeah, And that's very confusing for some people when they've not really, society's not been set up that way. So my hope is that people, especially men, start to realize that.
0: Yeah, I, I really like that, Brandon. And I think too, like, I mean, I know a bit about your journey. And I remember the moment where Brandon and I were going for a walk along the waterfront. And he looked at me and he said, Francesca, like, I really, I, I know what my vision is. I just don't know how to get there yet. And it's crazy because now you're doing it. But at the time he was like, I really want to like, I want to do these podcasts. I want to have like a, a course for men. I want to do all this stuff. And, and it's like, and all that you were missing was like this little tiny last little piece of like, I believe in myself and I'm going to do it. And now it's like over two years later and he's just killing it. And I look at me like two, three years ago, I was like, oh my gosh, like, can I speak on a stage? Am I capable of speaking on a stage? And someone just gave me the nudge. And I was like, okay. And I got up there and all I had to do was just recognize that, like you said, it's in your heart. I'm like, oh, I just need to speak my truth. And like, all of a sudden speaking on a stage didn't mean anything. Like it wasn't scary. It was, this is my platform to speak my truth, to, to help other people and shed this light that, you know, a lot of people surprisingly actually need in this world right now. And so I think that's so valuable what you, what you shared, Brandon, because like, I think I mean, and I listen to a lot of incredible motivational speakers. It's like my favorite pastime in the morning. Um, And, you, you know, you hear them and they're like, if you were to say meditate, for those who meditate, if you were to meditate your entire life, you would come to the conclusion to just be yourself. Like, and you listen to little like tidbits like that. And it's so true. Like, we think that life is so complicated but it's but it's not and i and i remember i was listening to this audiobook of oprah's of the book the path made clear and one of oprah's friends her little boy was passing away and he was on his deathbed and the little boy looked up at the mom like 5 or 6 years old and he all he said was he goes mom he's like it's all so simple mom it's all so simple and then he passed away and of course when i heard that i just started to bawl and started to cry Because in that moment, I recognized, oh my gosh, this this life is actually so simple. And I'm not saying that life itself is simple because I think that there's so many complexities and and we're very fortunate um, in in the country that we live in. Like We have a lot of things that we're very fortunate to um, experience day to day. But what I more so mean is in, in the connection of humans and to ourselves, that part's simple. That we just need to wake up and truly just be exactly
1: who we are without... A world yeah, telling us you're what to be. 100% right. Like the answer is very simple. Yes. The work can be a little bit <laughs> tricky. It has, its, it has its challenges. It <laughs> has its challenges because we've been programmed that
2: everything needs to be hard. Yes. We've been programmed to live a certain way. We need the big house. We need the big car.
1: Those things alone don't make you happier, fulfilled, or allow you to just be. Yeah. You can just be and still have all those things
2: it, it, it is possible it's not one or the other you don't have to choose but if you talk to or not talk to but if
1: you look at many spiritual leaders they went through a period in their life when they had nothing and that's when they found the enlightenment that we all kind of seek that balance we seek and yeah i like what you, it is simple It is simple, but you have to be willing to put some effort into it. But the effort changes over time, right? Because you're trying to break through old patterns to start with, and then you realize, oh, I kind of like this new way of living better than my old way of living, and you want to keep going.
0: Yeah, it's so true. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, that internal work that obviously helps us work better with our team, or with the other leaders that we're working with. I'm sure you can attest this, Brandon. It's like, you kind of get to a point where you're like, Oh my gosh, I've done all the work. And then you're like, Oh wow, there's more work. And you get to that level and you're like, okay, like we're constantly yeah. learning more about ourselves. Right.
1: Yeah. It doesn't stop. No, <laughs> It doesn't stop. It's not going to, I've been doing no. this like deep for, you know, six years now. And I've, I've, I've definitely surrendered to the fact this is just, Ah, uh, damn it! I started on this road now I've gotta stay on
0: it. <laughs> I love it no oh, that that's phenomenal, Brandon. and you know, and to those of you in the audience getting to hear Brandon's voice and hear a bit of your of his story and a bit about what he does, like this is just scratching, skimming the surface like. I know so much about what Brandon does and his journey, and it's so incredibly inspiring. So if any of you want to reach out to him and learn more about, you know, just what makes him him, I definitely highly encourage that. He's an incredible human. Obviously with podcasts, it's like you kind of keep it within that half an hour span. spans, but just allows us to skim the surface of this incredible man in front of us today. But um, Brandon, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to just have a a raw, authentic, genuine conversation touching into a couple of these points about, um, you know, getting to know ourselves and being the best leaders that we can be and how we can, you know, go into the world and and make greater impact. Right. And I really appreciate the fact um, that you're just willing to have these conversations and we will have you back soon to tap into the next part of your journey. It'll be a Brandon 2.0 and we're going to want you to get into some of the deep stuff. So we appreciate having you here today.
1: Yes. Thanks. Thanks for having me here, Francesca. That's
0: awesome, Brandon. Um, So yeah. Do you want to maybe tell them where they can find you?
1: easiest way is my website it's simply brandonarcher.com
0: amazing it's phenomenal brandon well to all of you in the audience today from brandon and i thank you for joining us and uh, and brandon i'm wishing you all of us are wishing you a fantastic rest of your afternoon and uh and thank you so much for the beautiful light that you bring
2: into this world and all of the incredible work that you do thank you thank you so much